This episode of Neon Black is brought to you by Fender Play. Our good friends over at Fender have developed the complete learning app for guitar, bass, and ukulele. Honestly, boys, I am 13 and a half weeks into this, and uh, I can, I can, I can, I can riff with the best of them, kinda. I'm learning at my own pace and very much enjoying it. Fender Play's library features thousands of lessons that teach skills, songs, and riffs in just minutes. It's even got a very good progress tracker and a supportive online community to help keep your musical momentum up. All this, and it's less than 10 bucks a month, and there's even a free trial. So grab your guitar, bass, or ukulele and start your free trial of Fender Play and Fender... The Jeep Celebration event is here, which means great deals on the SUVs built to stand the test of time are waiting. Hurry in before time runs out. Right now, during 10 days to deal, financing at $5,250 total cash allowance on the purchase of a 2019 Jeep Renegade Latitude. Hurry to the Jeep Celebration event today. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery from dealer stock by 318-2020. Jeep is a registered trademark. .com forward slash neon black. Neon black, I'm Shane Gilmore. I'm Seb Weber. I'm Ryan Jaso. Big episode, boys. 10 years of 808s. Big for you. <laughs> Worst taste on the planet, Ryan Jaso. Yeah. Uh, you can catch us. Uncontrollforever.com every Tuesday and Friday. Uh, Uncontrollforever.com on Spotify, on iTunes, in the podcast section. You can check us out on SoundCloud. Anywhere you can stream music, you can stream us. And if you're listening to us on the old Apple podcast section, hit that subscribe button. Neon Black. How was Thanksgiving, boys? Festive. It was great. I ate a whole apple pie to myself on Friday. Yeah, wow. I went a quarter at a time, and every time I finished a quarter, I was like, I'm not going to Did you go it. Dutch apple or regular apple? I went Dutch apple. Dutch is impossible no. not to eat. I know. Just I just can't. The crumbs, it's fucked up. I had a great time. I actually haven't, didn't eat any pies, surprisingly. Dude, so, you know who has incredibly good pumpkin pie? It's Costco. Their pumpkin pie is amazing. Pumpkin's really hard to fuck up. Yeah, but, but like for whatever you can they make it really, it's really good, though. good yeah. you have to have a lot, put a lot of brown sugar in it. From what I understand, I'm not really much of a cook myself. Cool. You know what I learned recently? This is wow, this is way off topic, but there's people that you can either bake or you can cook. Baking it's, is a fucking science. It is. They're very like, different. Have you ever skills. tried making bread? That shit is fucking gnarly. If you do one little bit too baking, much of the shit, you don't have bread. Baking that's what I'm saying. is definitely fucking science. What are our parents? Baby boomers? No, they're uh, baby boomers. Yeah, that's a parents. that's a baby boomers thing. 50s, like, yeah. Our mom used to bake all the time. That's yeah, I know. I, I, I like nobody bakes. If you were born past like 1975, nobody really bakes. You know, you now know? if I asked Danny to bake me a cake, I'd get hit with some fucking lawsuit. <laughs> you, you, know, you know who can bake really well? Who? Our girl Lindsay in the office. Oh, I believe it. She's like an incredible Lindsay's cake baker. Lindsay's name one thing Lindsay's not good at. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. My baby girl, Kim K. Kim Kardashian West. She's she's back in the news, but for the right things this time. She says she's done ecstasy twice in her life. First time she got married. The time that she got fucked by Ray J on tape. Well, I never <laughs> thought she said that. Oh my yep. god! Well, what's great is I never thought that Jaso would have anything in common with Kim Kardashian. But for any of you that don't know, Jaso took a copious amounts of ecstasy on his first wedding, of which he was rolling oh, his I tits off on that. my lap. Not like that I was people there, were looking. You. Not that I didn't get. Not that I got invited, mind you. People were looking for him. <laughs> like, hiding gnarly. in the back. It was gone. He was, I've never seen anyone, let alone Jason, that, Jason, that fucked up. It was kind of unfair. That was not intentional. 
That was our, our boy. Good Spike for my champagne. But. Oh, man, Ray J, man. Good for her being honesty, though. On, good for her being honest. That would be so much fun being so on see with Kim Kardashian. Is the first time she got married to Chris Humphreys? No, she got married to some dude before. She was married a long time ago to some like record, some no-name record producer. Oh. Be way before the Ray J stuff. When she was like younger. She was like 18. Got an old, I think. I don't know. I was oh. going to make some off-color joke, but. Probably would have been on color. Hey yo. Hey yo, zinger. Uh, you know, oh man, are we going to whatever? We're already down. I the love drugs. ecstasy, man. It's a good drug. Like this, but this, he, but this is what I was going to say. There's no other drug in granted. I've never done heroin <clears throat> or taken fentanyl or anything that result that's close to heroin. Uh, ecstasy is the best. A good ecstasy high. There's nothing like it. I just learned about two CB. You guys hip to two CB? No. It's like Heard of acid, ketamine. And ecstasy. And apparently, it's like so, life altering. Sounds like a hell of a come down. Yeah. Hi, welcome to Neon Black. We talk about drugs. I don't like mixing drugs, though. Mm-hmm. Mixing drugs is a bad, bad thing. No, it is. Oh, well, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's made. It's like a pink powder or some weird shit. I don't know. Anything powdered. Yeah. Anyway, what no. I was going to say is <laughs> the sex tape with Ray J, it just looked, whatever. It's been said a million times. She looked, it looked like terrible sex. And usually, ecstasy makes you want to I would disagree. go wild. Sex on ecstasy is like life altering. By far Since the when best. When did this become a culture card subject? Because I like talking about Kim Kardashian. Well, okay, and, just checking. And, and sex. I mean, duh. Just checking. I got married on ecstasy. That is pretty funny. That is pretty funny. So we do have something coming, Kim. Holler at your boy. <laughs> In Elon Musk news, another person we like to talk about. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> another person transition. Another person that likes to take ecstasy. Yeah. Uh, Elon Musk <laughs> is saying that at some point in his life, he's going to live on Mars. Yeah, I believe that. His reason being is the challenge. Uh, I think says. some would probably argue that right now he's living on his own Mars. Oh, good Ooh. one. We're just, we're just lining him up today. <laughs> what would happen if like he goes to Mars and the only other person that goes to Mars with him is Azealia Banks in another shuttle by accident? That would be fucking funny. That'd be a great reality TV show. Oh, so he'll keep her relevant. <laughs> oh, zing, zing. Well, so we're alive he's on saying, Monday. Uh, so he's saying that he's there's a seventy seven or there's a seventy percent chance, and of course he's going to say seventy percent chance, and that yeah. I'm sure that 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 percentage is fucking with like right on point. Um, mm-hmm. He probably has a rocket scientist working on his his uh, the likelihood that he'll be living on Mars, like the way his brain um, fires. He's saying that the reason being is uh, similar to climbing, uh, like climbing large mountains, but he says there's a lot of people that have done that now, so why climb a mountain anymore? You can just go to Mars. I think that's kind of like a rich person's thing to say, but he doesn't mean to say it that way. I think he meant it more like because people do it. You can die going to Mount Everest, but sure. it, and it's very expensive to go to Everest, right? To climb to the top. Oh, people think like yeah. Everest is like something like you can just do. You can just go do. Like no, Everest no. is fucking. It's not like, like a fucking trail yeah, with like a no. fucking with a people, sign pointing up. Yeah, I think there's this misconception <laughs> that people think like it's like an amusement park to go to Everest. Now that's like oh, it's like a hike. Like no, 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 no. Yeah. You, and you could still die very easily. You can't hike it like eight, nine months of the year, like because yeah. of no. torrential snow. And the wind and, and the wind it's, and the, it's the just lack not of oxygen. supposed to do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the lack of oxygen. Uh but uh he, this is uh and he also this is also comes on the heels of him saying that SpaceX he plans uh, to be sent in a cargo mission to Mars in 2022, as well as uh, they're getting ready to, I believe, uh, put their first person into space, uh, a, a Japanese fella, a businessman, who's going to pay for it. Uh, and he plans on keeping the the cost uh, for your average citizen to go to Mars down to the equivalent of a of a house. So for whatever that's worth. Like a California house or a yeah, Kansas house? Yeah, I mean, house. we're good if we're in Kansas, right? So well, like, looking one, at forty like k, hundred grand. Yeah, living in Flint, Michigan, you can so buy a house for forty five grand. So. so I learned an interesting fact. So, do you know how SpaceX makes some of its money? No. So, if you no 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 no, if you can, this is this is interesting. Which 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 <laughs> is, he, is why this parlays Azealia Banks album sales, <laughs> SpaceX <laughs> records. No, um, if you as a company can get a record, if you as a company can get a a rocket into space. Yeah, there's funny there money. are grants, right? There are grants to put satellites. So the cost of putting a satellite oh, yeah. in space a shitload, is he? 50 million. Yeah. So yeah. if you can take one up and you can, you know, well, you so just, it kind of makes sense. They're not just going to send someone up. They're going to send launch like with 20 a, satellites? No, right. like yeah. 7,000. 
Oh, is that how many? It no, looked I don't crazy. Know. They didn't do it at once, but he just got They launched a bunch at launch. one time, though. Yes. But and it looked like a fucking space. Well, he's also, I heard that he's trying to. SpaceX uh, is going to launch over 7,000 satellites. Yeah, and also because they want to have an, uh, uh, one of his next ventures, apparently, is a global mobile network that's just one cost. I think he's going to go take out 18. Like, so it's, like it's like a fucking freeway? Like it's Caltrans? Well, you you know that like, the like you, you, you know over. you know when you no no you know when you um when when you call like England or you call Germany or whatever the cost of that transaction of the satellite is no different than me costing correct doing you, you. talked about this on air how how uh, how roaming apparently that's one of the things all that stuff is bullshit right yeah he he wants to do one network one cost call anyone in the world I don't know ten bucks a month. But the, the, so that's these why types was, of things are not good for our economy. Just just for the record. <laughs> All the things he's doing are really not good for our economy. They well, and it's it's no Someone no coincidence to. that I think GM just announced yesterday they're going to cut like fifteen percent of their jobs or something, yeah. and close seven or several ma- major factories. In the yeah, US. but their stock price hasn't hit past seven dollars in like a fucking month. It's been battered. They announced that new CEO and everything went fucking to shit. Who literally CEO? can't? Get, I can't remember, but literally can't get. I mean, it's like struggling. Azealia I mean, Banks. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Do you do you get like a, an email blast for buying a Ford? <laughs> do you get your stock reports? They literally had to give Seb stocks to buy the truck. We'll give you two thousand shares. Just buy one. Post about it on buy Instagram. A truck. Uh, our boy Donald Glover. Pharaoh's Festival just happened in New Zealand. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the Pharaoh's Festival is uh, this is the second time he's done it. Um, he, this has to do with some like weird 3D app he has, or not 3D app, uh, like a multi-camera app, uh, similar to like the effect you see in the Matrix. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Talking, what, what do they call that? Where it's like 25 cameras in a circle. Uh, they call it 25 cameras in a circle. <laughs> uh, I know what you're talking you know about. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, right? the, the there's some type of technology involved. Stuff. Uh, in the past, uh, he 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 he. He played uh, "Awaken My Love" the entire album uh, about four months before it came out. If you're gonna follow that uh, that timeline, we could probably expect a new album from uh, Mr. Glover very soon, right um, around Coachella, as well as kind of the undercover, like superhero trifecta for both uh, hipster and commercial aficionados alike. But he also premiered uh, the footage from his movie Guava Island, yeah, with starring himself Rihanna and directed by none other than Hiro Murai, who. And anyone who doesn't know Hiro Murai has been the most sought-after feature film director without actually doing a feature film. Without a doubt. He directed, uh, he pretty he created Atlanta with Donald Glover. He directed uh, uh, This is America, which is probably the most, I don't know, probably the most important video I've seen. This, definitely in, this year. Since, I would say since Runaway, it's the biggest video. Yeah. I, I, I was just, in an era that nobody, not, not that many people watch music videos, um, or as often. The music video is more popular than the song? Is that, does that, does that hit the nail on the head? Yeah. yeah. I, I give it that. Rihanna's cool. not a terrible actor. She's not. Even no. though she was in some shitty ass movies. Yeah, she's, she's, not, she's not a bad actor. No, she's not. She was in Battleship, which was terrible, but she wasn't bad in it. That and was then, a terrible movie. And then what was she else? Oh, I didn't she, see Ocean's 8. Oh, she, was Eight. Some, she was in that something was else terrible. too, though. She, no, she's in a, she does the voice of a, in one of the Pixar just, movies or something. Uh, she's de- she's the way she's like moving. The way Rihanna moves is very, and it's no coincidence the, the camp she's involved with. But it's very Beyonce esque as far as she does whatever totally. the fuck she wants. Yeah, but she's more of a player, which I like. I like that. Yeah, anyone that makes Drake cry, I like <laughs> her boy, Harvey Wright. Um, she was in Home. Sorry, that was a movie. Home. Home was like a cartoon movie or whatever. She was, it was like an alien-based cartoon. Movie. No, but I'm hyped for this. It looks looks like That's Donald really Glover good. being Donald Glover, and it's it's hard to tell from the footage. It's uh, I'm shot sure the, from a, far away. A right? Proper trailer is going to be yeah, well because um, cell phones were banned, so it's like shot from outside of the venue. Um, but they're saying a proper trailer is about to drop probably this week. But I'm what just, a weird place to, place to <clears throat> announce something with no cell phones, New Zealand. It's kind of. But it's kind of dope when you think about it. Like, if you're a Childish Gambino fan, like, you're, you go there, like, it's turned into kind of like his own mini festival, even though he's the only person that plays it. And it's only, like, the last time he did it, he premiered four episodes. He, on top of the music, he premiered four episodes of Atlanta. Right. No, it uh, is dope. I, I'm not it's arguing. It's, it's a cool it's concept. Awesome. It's awesome that it was in Joshua Tree last time. Seb's favorite place to go. Tottenham. When are we getting our, when are we doing our trip? <laughs> I don't Fucking know. Assholes. Dual meaning of the word trip. 
Um, I don't know how this. <laughs> so just wanted to say it on there. Uh, yeah, I'm hyped for that. I'm. Hyped. It was good to see Donald Glover being Donald Glover. I'm. What are we? Six months removed from Atlanta. We just did the TV wrap up uh, for Control Forever, which will be uh, which will be on the side. I think next week. Atlanta did pretty well in the wrap up season two of Atlanta. It was great, man. Did pretty damn well. Uh, I'm pretty sure it took the belt for 2018. Um, I'm looking forward to this actually, and I really am not. I got to be honest. I'm not. I think Heroes amazing, but I've not been that desperate to like. I don't know. Now I feel like I really want to see it. Well, it's really sense? hard to tell how he's going to handle a feature film. In some ways, to do a good feature film, in some ways is harder to do than a TV show. Yeah, one thing I've learned is people that direct TV doesn't necessarily mean that they are really good at movies or people that do music videos doesn't mean they're good at movies. It's a whole different ballgame. Absolutely. To to your point about, you're right about being a good music video director doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be a great feature film director, but there's probably enough that have gone on to have great success. Oh, there's a there's a oh, in the realm there's a that list. Cool. There's a list if longer than this it, table. Yeah, of can, course. But I'm more the pressure that is on. Here's the thing, though. If this fails, it doesn't really matter. I would say for Hero, it does matter. Oh, I don't think it matters. It's this looks like to be like a probably like a five million dollar budget film. Oh, I think this will win. I'm just saying, yeah. if it fails, I think it would be um, as long as this has certain artistic integrity. Playing it which safe, it will, though, which yeah. I like. Five million dollar budget. I feel like you can't really fail. You can like the movie can be bad, but it. Well, you can't fail when you have Donald Glover in the lead, and it's probably written by Donald Glover and Hiro Murai and Stephen Glover and Yevrian in it. So that's gonna it's gonna make money right there because people are gonna go see it because she's in it. You it's can't make money because he's gonna. You, you know. can't, but then you can also argue that you that you set the bar so high on your. First that's what line. I'm saying. Yeah. That's kind what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying about Hero. Is that the, the, I'm with you, and if I'm with you. I, I feel almost bad for him because he really cannot to make a feature film is. Like an incredible undertaking, and it has the expectation on him. He's not been under the radar. He's not been able to get his feet wet by making something without his core crew. Like all eyes. What I'm saying is, all eyes are on him on this, and I really hope it works. You know, like you said, Atlanta's in everybody's top lists. I mean, like it's the expectation is going to be huge on this, and I would say there's a in my mind there's an eighty percent chance it's going to be amazing. Yeah. But I would say it would be almost devastating for him, maybe personally, and I think somewhat professionally, if this didn't work out. But my my point is, are the stakes aren't high enough for for it to be a disaster? If that makes sense. Correct. I think he's played it. He's done the right thing. Yeah. You you, you and you should do that. You should. You know, famously, David Fincher's first film was uh, Alien Three, which was a was a very large film. Was a studio film that he he. He wasn't prepared to do, and he didn't like the way working with studios and working with that big of a budget. And something he's worked into, obviously. But I want to see somebody like this in the same way. You you, listen. You can make. I've said this many times. If you use Moonlight as the benchmark, that's a million and a half dollar film that they made that looked just as good as anything and won an Academy Award. So at at this point, unless you're making a movie about like rockets and need CGI and shit like that, you really don't need huge budgets anymore uh, to make really good stuff. But yeah, and he's got the star power, so that's. Yeah, man, yeah. Our, our boy Gambino. And I've got a feeling, I've got a feeling that, I've got a feeling that the chemistry between Donald Glover and Rihanna is going to be really good. Do you know what I mean? I don't know that for sure. I think it will be. But like the idea of Rihanna and Sandra Bullock wasn't this- interesting to me. Do you know, like Ocean's 8 or well, I it think- feels to me like that there's a good, like I can imagine them on screen together. Yeah, I, well, and if it's them co-starring, because she didn't really star in Battleship. She did that cartoon movie we talked about, and she really wasn't... She wasn't really a lead. There's lead. eight people. She wasn't a lead. I mean, this is a big deal for her, too. This might be her coming out party True. as an actress, yeah. so... And she's definitely... I've worked with Rihanna. You've worked... Like, it's... it's it's She's got it. She's absolutely. incredibly fucking talented. She's, she's got enough yeah. charisma to make up for, totally. her, for lack of experience, absolutely. It's interesting to see... It's it's weird because you almost kind of like the real superstars, the really smart ones. I feel like eventually transition from music into film. You can do film much longer. You don't need 
you don't need to be 50 well, and trying yeah, to put out records. It's you not know? the same it's, thing yeah. because you're not doing films as Rihanna, whereas you're making Correct. new music you're as Rihanna. You're, you get to play other people or you get to yeah. make other stories. It's it's really hard to compare the two. No, I'm saying it's a it's a it's kind of a necessary move to prolong your career. We yes. see what happens to people who try to hold yeah, on. Yeah, I think though, I think that that's an accurate statement. I don't think I don't think. Rihanna's anywhere near having to actually diversify though. She doesn't. I think she's done it at the right time she, before needing to diversify. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. She's doing it at the right time right. where she's setting herself up for the potential second would you act say, of her career. Who would you say outside of Donald Glover? Because he doesn't really count. Who Who's had the best success in both in both pools? You can't say Lady Gaga because she's only done one movie. Um, I, I don't know actually. I think you have to you have to give you have to give Gaga a notch, though, because of just how that wasn't just one movie; it was her first movie, and it was it's been yeah. Beyonce did the same thing, though. Yeah, no, I would say Beyonce. Um, I would you say know, it's weird would, that what's his name um, went backwards. Jared Leto went backwards. Jared, Jared, Jared Leto was an actor first. Yeah. Oh, that's what you mean. I thought you mean like as far as yeah. the course of his career. He went the other way, which sucks. is weird. Yeah, he just got weirder and shittier and shittier. Way shittier. Um, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, yeah but he Jay, hasn't really made movies in a while. He's made a lot of shit movies, but he's a good actor. Yeah. I thought he was a good actor. I thought he, he was good in social network. He's good in social network, yeah. Um, the OG is obviously Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Frank Sinatra's good. It's a good call. Frank's a good Sting group. used to show up in, uh, in, in, uh, in what's his name? The British dude's movies. Lockstock and Snatch. Dude, Lockstock and, oh, uh, Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Sting used to, uh, in small roles. Sting also was famously in, in Dune. Um, oh yeah, he is, isn't he? Um, there's a few of them. Yeah, the one who hasn't Not many, made a, though. The one, there's one that hasn't made a good movie since the '90s, but he's done very well for himself. Ice Cube went from musician. Jesus, to actor. he's done well. He's done really. Done well. You know, what, and there was a point in time I remember. Hasn't when, made a good movie, but he's made remember, a lot of movies at work. I remember when Three Kings came out. Well, before you talk Boys in the Hood, he was really interesting. But when Three Kings came out specifically, I was like, "Fuck, Ice Cube's a really interesting oh, actor." Will Smith. Yeah, he's Will right. Smith yeah. is the there's Will nobody. Smith. Is, there's nobody. Nobody's done it. There's like nobody. Smith. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think about Will Smith. Will Smith is like Yeah, the, you almost don't consider him. You don't consider him how crazy his career is. How crazy his acting career is. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's a good one. I'll say Undercover, who's had a very underrated acting career, but who's amazing, is uh, Most Def. Yeah, I would oh, agree. Oh, that's with that. a great one. Dude, and, a great and can, I, can I tell you one that I really respect on TV? Ice T. <laughs> Who, like, he. No, he is terrible, but like. Let's just Cash talk about yeah. Let's just talk about someone who's worked nonstop for tw- twenty years on SVU. That's a fucking Which, career that you want are, in TV. Yeah, those shows are like the you do those shows in your set for life because they're, you have syndication for, for days. It never gets canceled. Wow. Not for nothing, but did you that's see, what you look for. Did you see the other day? He tweeted out that he's he's never had a bagel in his entire life. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, fuck off white people. Some some to that extent, like white people don't at me or something like that. Yeah. Because he's like, it's I've amazing. never had a bagel. It's like, I don't know. Have you seen Coco's ass? <laughs> I think it's fat. She's had a bagel. She's had a bagel or two. Let me tell you. Um, uh, last culture card in music news. Uh, our boy Meek Mill. I keep saying our boy, but Meek Mill's not really our boy. Uh, is that an interesting week? He's released two new songs, uh, which they were both, they're both pretty good. Yeah, they're okay. Um, as well as he uh, has written an op-ed. I keep saying that uh, too much. I I love Meek Mill. I love Meek Mill. Well, he Mink wrote Mink an op-ed too. for he wrote an op-ed for for the New York Times about prison reform. As somebody that's been arrested multiple times, mm-hmm. has been in the system multiple times, he obviously has an opinion on it. He's someone that was arguably on the wrong side of kind of a, a, a subjective ruling, um, you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely a bias against uh, what he did for a living. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's I interesting. Just, I think this has dropped at the wrong time though. And why, why do you say that? Uh, because we're still living in the aftermath of Takashi. And like, that motherfucker's Jesus. a bad motherfucker that's going away for no. kind of good reason. But no, it does, feel, it does seem like Takashi's the wrong guy in the wrong place the wrong, at the wrong time. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he's... I read a lot of stuff over the weekend. That's some heavy ass shit, dude. Like that, those charges... His manager, who seemed like the one that was the one on the up and up, you're talking about like another Shook Knight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... It is a weird time. I didn't it is a weird time. That. I wouldn't have dropped it right and now. No, I think it's a good time for the reasons that recently happened with Kim Kardashian getting, uh, well, I can't remember her name now. She got a sentence commuted. Why oh, talking to Trump? There's, oh, Rosa Parks. They're having a lot of conversations now about 
they're actually getting Trump to kind of consider prison reform. So I feel like the time is actually a good time to be speaking about this because hey, it seems it, like things might actually get done, which is strange to say in a Republican White House, but it does seem like people- I don't think Trump's going to read the fucking the New York Times meet Will bit and go, all right, lads, call okay. a meeting. Totally, but I also wouldn't have thought Kim Kardashian was going to get him to- uh, They're not going to fucking do anything. He already commuted a, a woman's sentence for drug yeah. trafficking charges. Because he, because she went in and fought for her and got her sentence commuted. Anyway, I, I do it's a long I, way from prison reform, though. We're a t- we're a long ways away, but I do think it is the right time. I think that there's you're starting to see a little movement on that front where you haven't seen much before. And to be honest with you, not to get too political, but the Democrats kind of responsible for a lot of the way the prison reform is now and Bill Clinton in the '90s. So it is interesting to see this stuff move along. Hey, I think. Meek Mill is going about it the right way because Meek Mill <clears throat> got destroyed by Drake in that same way. One thing that we haven't really talked about is Meek Mill, other than maybe Ja Rule, and, and Ja Rule, there's mitigating factors. Meek Mill kind of got single-handedly destroyed by, by Drake and that whole beef. Uh, and then obviously it wasn't good timing with him going to prison right afterwards. But uh, And then getting dumped by Nicki Minaj. And he, let's be honest, he kind of looked like a... He, he, he kind of looked like a like kind of a fuck boy a little bit, even though he's as a as a rapper he's got, has a ton of credibility. He's got he, yeah. you know, he has flow. He had a trifecta of L's. Is yeah, what he had a lot of L's in a row. He took all, a lot of L's in a row. All in a row. This is the right way to cut to come back in the limelight. And then on top of that, just release good music. I do like one of the songs. Like well, we don't have the, the names of the songs in front of me. One of the songs is dope. He, he's he's a he's a compelling character, and he's from Philadelphia, which is dope because there's not a lot of representation mm-hmm. out of Philly. But yeah, Meek Mill, you get a W. We get, even though we're not in W's yeah, yet, we'll I give Meek Mill a w. w. Yeah, I think it, 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 he's such an interesting case because you're right. I think that was like a devastating body slam that he took from Drake, who's arguably a pop star, and he <laughs> he's bounced back from it slowly. It feels like he's slowly working his way back. Where a lot of people didn't have to take that long, obviously. The Kanye, Pusha T, all that stuff didn't really hurt Drake's brand. <laughs> no way. No, right? But he got destroyed in that situation. And it seems like he's taking a very different approach to this comeback that he's on, which is, it, it's an interesting story arc, I guess, to follow. We'll see. Nicki Minaj has been doing okay. Okay. I'll just not go anywhere with that. <laughs> I have nothing to say about Nikki. Honestly, I'm just. Did you guys see her call out to Michael B. Jordan? That was pretty dope. No. No, what'd she say? Whatever with the last music awards, uh, she won something and she was wearing like a Prada dress or something, like a dope, like see through Prada dress showing that ass. And she was like, I want to thank Prada for making me this dope dress. I don't want to thank Michael B. Jordan who's going to be taking it off me later. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do they go on the date together? They no, go? Michael B. Jordan wasn't even there. It was just like funny timing and he's the man now, I guess. Really? That's pretty sick. I did like that he uh, he said that a f- few fans have slid in his DMs yep. and he took them down. Didn't care. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to be honest about it. Couple I'll, slid in. So wasn't wasn't going to say no. <laughs> uh, for all the, the guys that know me, The Wire is one of, is my favorite show of all time. I don't ever fan out on actors because they're in person. They're they're fucking you know they're people. Like I don't really like them for who they, it's not like athletes. Like you like LeBron because he's LeBron. But like, mm-hmm. you don't really run into an actor and you're like, you like him for a character he played. I, when I, uh, a few years ago at a trade show, I ran Michael B. Jordan. This right before he was like, I think Fruitvale had just come out. But obviously, uh, I knew him from, from The Wire and, and Friday Night Lights both. I found out hard on Michael B. Did you? Might have given him some clothes, yeah, that he never fucking wore. Did you? Yeah. You know what's interesting about him? Don't is like, rolling what? around with, I mean, granted, he wasn't a massive, massive star then, uh, but. You know, it was like a very normal dude. Props to him for being able to be another Michael Jordan. And build, I heard him talk about that before, though. It's kind of crazy. Like, build a huge career. Yeah. <laughs> after the biggest name in the history and of I basketball. And I think he's or maybe well, the history the, of sport. The, the, the Creed character is sponsored by Jordan, which is funny, too. Oh, really? Yeah. That's where he wears all Jordan. I'm looking forward to Creed, too. I, yeah, I, mean, I have some things to talk about about Creed, too, later on, this, on the W's and L's. All right. Um, <laughs> all right, let's jump into it. New music. We're not. We haven't really talked about new music in a, in a couple of weeks. And I don't really want to go in on an album. This is more because Seb's British, and I can ask him these questions. 
this is more about somebody's career, I think, than 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 her actual album. But you can speak to the album it's, as well. Rita Ora, who's someone who seems that she's always in the, she's always front center and everything. I can't name a single hit that she's had, other than that that girl song, but only because of the controversy surrounding it. Uh-huh. Uh, just just released her album. Um, what's it called? Phoenix. Phoenix. It's not very good. It's pretty mediocre. Strong it's name. It's a though. really. Yeah. It's a. Uh, Rita Ora is, I summed it up on my drive here. Rita Ora is really just a features. She's good on features. She's got she, a great voice. She's got Unbelievably voice. She talented. She looks great. I mean, she's so gorgeous. She's just, it's just not a good What record. is she like, Albanian mixed with, but she's British. British. I mean, but she's, she's darker. She's from what is London. she? Side, I mean, side note, she's really playing the cheat card on Phoenix here, bro. What, because you, your kids name that? No. She's got, First of all, she has For You on here, which is from the Fifty Shades Freed song, uh, soundtrack. Came out like two years ago. Exactly. That's on this album. Uh, Feels to me like someone struggling. Girls featuring put, Cardi B. That came out a couple months ago. That was a big deal when yeah. it came out. Your song. That's got 400 million streams that can have come out this Friday. Anywhere has got 300 million streams. Well, anywhere. That yeah, but that's I mean, the way that's it works. A, I think we're kind of understanding that's the way it works I, I know now. it does, but it's pretty funny that she's got like I'll be interested in It's not a great songs. album. I'll just tell you, it's not a great album. There's I'm just fascinated really... by her because she's somebody that seems huge that I could not tell you what a single song sounds like. And she's been big for a long time now. And I'm I can like, tell her what she sounds like. Like five or six years, she's been front and set. Probably since, I mean, the first time I remember her popping up was the Rob Kardashian stuff where he she he broke up with her and went all crazy on social media because she had fucked like Jonah Hill and all these other dudes. <laughs> Said, why do you have a weird look in your face? No, because I just I remember when she was I remember when she was featured featured on like drum and bass singles. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I was gonna ago. say. She's got like a rudimental feature. Yeah, she did hot right now. She, I remember she. Was, how long ago was she dating Calvin? She was dating Calvin Harris before before Taylor Swift. Tay Tay. And then I remember famously there was this ASAP Rocky <laughs> interview. You just Tay Tay me. <laughs> there was this ASAP Rocky interview where uh, I believe it's Breakfast Club where he asks. ASAP about Iraqi about fucking Rita Ora. And he literally talks about it like he got, like he blamed it on her. He's like, oh, like she she knew I was in a relationship that was fucked up. Like it was her fault. This, this is like, homie. <laughs> she She's beautiful her. though. She's gorgeous. Oh my God. Um, It's just kind of whatever. It's, it's, it's a shame because I feel like. And she's a good personality too. She has worked and featured with amazing musicians. And it feels to me like she didn't call any of them on this album. Who's she on? Who discovered her? Um, DJ Fresh. Oh wow! Did he really? Yeah, it's when I was managing. You used Fresh. to manage DJ Fresh. Yeah. yeah, I have the the demos from when she cut the the demos to Hot right now. Wow, a long time ago. Um, Are you partially responsible for discovering Rita Ora? No, not at all. Actually, but I did get to see her about six weeks ago. Um, well, it's just it's just it's a shame. The same. It's a sh- it's just a shame though because she had she's just someone who has. Not this is when the mold is really useful, and what I mean by that is if you're Rita Aurora, go work with Stargate, you know what I mean? Go work with Timberland, like go and do that. And I can't remember who produced this record, but like she's not working with strong songwriters because I can tell you from that, none of those songs were on hold for anyone else, none of them were like smashes, and I, I, I think that's partly. Probably down to her because she probably thinks she's at a point in her career where she's in control. You know, you, you know what I mean, Jaso? Like where she's probably calling the shots. Where really, what she should have done on this record is not fucked around and just had Calvin Harris and Stargate produce the album, and it'd probably be full of fucking bangers. It feels too like she's had her hands on it, and I know that's a terrible fucking thing to say. But when you are a pop star like that, and she was, what she's done is she's set herself back, if not irreversibly set herself back. She needed to fucking pop on this record. I don't know though because no, she, she did. She, she's, she's a B plus. She could have made it into an A. You know what well, it is? She, I wouldn't even give her a B plus. I, I would say Stargate her profile did, is a B plus. Stargate did reproduce something, a couple of things on this. Oh really? Yeah, apparently. But it looks like well, from the way the, the producers are list on here, it looks like each song was produced by someone different. Meaning that it wasn't like an that's actual ex- studio that's album. That's exactly how it. That's that's exactly how it sounded. Yeah, it sounds it like a bunch like of she's songs prime. put together. It's crazy because when you think of when you go down the list of 
of stars like her, right? You go down like obviously the Mariah Carey's, the Whitney Houston's, the ones that like have huge voices and that are beautiful. Uh, even somebody like Leona Lewis or like uh, I'm trying to think who's been one of those in a while. Obviously Beyonce. Beyonce is a different, a whole different beast. Uh, Adele. Adele's a different beast too because Adele's not R&B. Adele doesn't dance. There's more. There's less sexuality to what Adele does than what these yeah. type of singers do. But my point is, I think she she somehow figured out her PR team does a great job. Whoever her management team and her PR right. team, they do a phenomenal job. And she's talented enough that as long as she can stay in the spotlight enough to at least get a couple of beige bangers out, it's. I mean, that's exactly what it is. It's a beige bangers album, and you just reminded me of something when I was when I was listening to it. She doesn't sound that amazing, and I know she can sound amazing. It's just like, yeah, I just you know it's kind of a bummer because she could have should have smashed it. Yeah, and it's just not that. And she, I think when you're someone like her, is she bigger this in the is UK? very, very hard. Not really. I think she's probably bigger here. Really? She's huge here. Um, you think so? But here's the thing. Yeah. You don't, when you're someone that looks and sounds like her. I don't know that. And I, you do I, the I need lane. to rephrase that. I need to rephrase that. I don't know that like touring numbers wise, she's as big here as she is overseas. Mm-hmm. She's that's definitely not the case. But as far as a, like a public profile, she's but that's here. Th- but here's the thing though. With, with touring, when you're a pop artist like Rita Ora, isn't that great? Because it's a yeah, really but she's t- got makeup deals, no, she's got no, clothing no, no, deals, no, she's I'm got just, shoe but deals. Let me, explain like- to, let me explain to you. The reason is, is she's not putting together. She's not doing. Th- she could probably do the Wilton in LA. Maybe she could do the Palladium. Maybe with fucking guests. Like you think that's so? But think about how you tour Damn. as pop. No, no, no hold. Let me. You, just how would you call her a B plus act then? Ha- this is how you tour as pop. You either do tiny fucking venues or you do fucking arenas. There isn't yeah. like the middle ground. And she's sat in this middle ground for the last five years. So she's not making dick from touring. She's probably, you know, she's making her touring money is festivals because she's a good fucking festival book. But she wouldn't, she's not making touring money, not real money. Interesting. Let's see. What, yeah. I'm, I'm, now I'm really curious what her last US dates look like. Garrett. Yeah, dude, you're you're right. I mean, she only did three shows in America this year. She can't sell the tickets because she hasn't. I never see her on anything. No, performance and... wise, you see her on like Good Morning America. Here and dude, and those makeup deals are great, but they got they come and go. You know, they're not. I'm guessing. These I don't are... know, man. Nothing. She's like a L'Oreal cover girl. She does. She does like some gnarly. Very shit. good, but see, nothing she... like touring money. But see, this is what I'm saying. Her tour dates this year alone, three in the U.S. What Everything else was what overseas. Rooms? Uh, their Bud Light Amphitheater, Syracuse, New York, be. Bethel. But that's the point, yeah, though. But that's kind of the point. Like festivals like, or she something. sticks around festivals. long enough with an international crowd, I mean... Co- correct. But I don't think this album has helped her stick around long enough. I think she's running out of good like, look at, look at I'll give, you, I'll give you an example. When we talked about Blur versus Oasis, and you were incensed that we were calling Blur a one-hit wonder, which I was wrong. They had two hits. Uh <laughs> because Blur is so big to you in the UK. Blur is not big in the right. United States, because they except the, for that one song was right. massive. Uh, I, I, I feel like these, she's, I don't know, whatever she's doing, she's doing all right. Cause, but what is she? And that's the thing. Like, what she, kind of music would you class her? Pop. What kind of pop? Pop R&B. Yeah. I mean, she's, but she just doesn't have that good a voice to be an she's American. She's got a pretty good voice. Not on this record. I haven't, I haven't listened to this and that's the thing, American R&B. You have to go huge. You have to be fucking, like you said, Mariah. Christine Aguilera, Whitney, Britney Spears. Christine Aguilera. Yeah. And you have to really fucking, and I don't think she's that. What's Clive Davis up to? You can't, you can't get out of bed and help her make a song? It's probably fucking, ooh, <laughs> my legs. <laughs> probably have to change his catheter. Oh my God. It's really, you know, this is her, is this her first album? It might, no. It might be her first real it's album. It's not her first, real. it can't be. That means she would have done nothing. She's done so many features. That's how I've that's always known I'm her. That's what I'm saying. A like she's a feature artist. You, uh, that's, I mean, dude, she's like the 60th most listened to artist on Spotify. Which I'll is be real impressive. though. She's I would. She's on my top ten of one into of like my favorite my favorites right now. Yeah, on my creepy list. <laughs> yeah, the, I love how quickly that tone changed in the middle of your sentence. Well, because she doesn't fit my normal the normal mold that old Shane Gilmore likes. You know, I, I had a. I think this is her only album, dude. I think it, it is. is. Dude. It's her only real album. Yeah, I think it is her only album. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm not mad. I'm, <laughs> I mean, obviously, physically, she looks so good, but I'm not mad at Rita Ora being in the spotlight. It doesn't bother me. Like someone like Demi Lovato bothers me. Well, yeah, but Demi, Demi Lovato has fucking. She hits. has some hits. 
That's true. She you has know, hits. Rita has hits. They're just not hers. Can we touch on the other the other things in the top ten? I think it's that's a very good number for Mumford and Sons. And Mumford yeah. and Sons have come in number so, one. So pop rock. I guess um, it's pop rock. It's pop music. No, Mumford and Sons pure pop. It, it, well, hold on. Hold pop. on. Can we? Can we? It they, is nice to see some real numbers. I'll it is that. some real numbers and. Um, Records like this do take a minute to work at radio. I've not heard. That I actually, I think I have heard it on radio. Um, yeah, they have. It's yeah, on radio. I think it's um, so two hundred thirty thousand album equivalent. Yeah, and it's week. and you know it's, it's on an independent label. It's on Glass Note. That's a really great look. You know, that's a that's a. Mumford and Sons are good. You don't like them, do you? No, I think they're terrible. Really, them in their stupid great. socks. Yeah, the most interesting <laughs> the most interesting thing about this list, if you're noticing, somebody. Somebody leapfrog somebody else. The, yeah, I saw Travis Scott. Travis over, had a over. huge bump. I don't know what I don't Bro. know if it had to do with the Astro World Festival or what, but he leapfrogged Drake and went back up to number seven. It's just crazy. I can't even tell. It feels like every week they're at forty three or forty four thousand. No, it is. But you can see the star is born. It's now slowly declining. Um, Still even mental though, how well. And actually, done. you know what? Even though Bu- you're going to see it bump back up again in January. Dude, I'm so, I, I, I would have thought Buble's numbers would have been double that, but. No, he probably I mean, actually sold 111,000. Yeah, like, same thing with Andrew Bocelli two yeah. weeks ago, but who's not even on this list anymore. But. Right? Isn't that amazing? That's a really great testament to like because how that, people are really buying the albums. Well, no, it's bollocks. Is also what it is. You can't hold a record like that. They're just novelties. They're yeah. they're first week spikes. They're just a lot of like because you've been away for a minute. It that's you. No one wants spike well, sales. People want to fucking. You can't read. You can't drive track, it. I disagree because you can't, re, re, you can't track re-listens on CDs. Unfortunately. Well, I well, it's I, disagree. I mean, obviously, I disagree. it's, it's that. No, obvious, I would say that. I would. Say, I'm going to call the, the streaming numbers on it would have been massive, but I think it. But a number one is a number one, dude. It doesn't matter. It, it is. But a number, it, it is, but Here you're also go. wrong. Here we go. You're also wrong. A number one is a number one. But if you're a number one and then the next week you're out of the top 10, that doesn't tell me that you've really earned the number one. That tells me you released on a great week for you because there wasn't much competition. Two, it tells me you don't have many fans if all of them know about the release at the same time and all of them listen to it at the same time. And three, it tells me you're not having fun. Or you're not having success at radio. No one's promoting it. I think they're having fun. <laughs> no one's no one's um you're not working a record you don't no a number one is a number one yeah but to be a number one one week and literally be out of the top 10 the other yeah, week that's, wild. that's not that doesn't tell me career that tells me that you've got about you have no, a core I think you're base looking at it and you're wrong. not you i think it's physical cd sales it's not though it's a comp- i saw the street i saw the streaming numbers on uh, okay. on 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 yes I disagree well, with you. Well, a large portion of them are physical sales. Yeah, That's yes, what I'm saying. Uh, yes, I would say a large portion of them well, are physical sales. So you're saying, but the, Michael but this Buble is, yeah, or this, Andrew Bocelli could easily have six figure a, a night. They sell to Hollywood Bowl every Vegas. time. Six uh, figure a night uh, Vegas residencies uh, uh, too. Of course. I'm not saying that so that's, that, they're that, not successful as artists. I'm so doesn't saying, that mean a number one's a number one? Like that's arguably, these guys have had- Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, Seb. Well, a number one's a number one. So you just get it and then like it's not in the top because 10 these are rest- a lot of these are restreams. Be- yeah, it's, That's a, it's why. the same people listening to the music over and over. Where we didn't have, have that metric. It says, you have, I tell you what it says to me. It says to me you're not making any new fans. Well, I've totally. And nobody would wants you that. Get, yeah, would you guess that Andrew Pacelli's making any new fans? How I, old I, I is think, Michael Bublé? Would Blue you make Blue Michael Bublé's going to make new fans? He could. Last night, what? no, no, what? no, you're crazy. Maybe if he does like a if he got Cardi B remix a, album. With Cardi like, B on a feature. <laughs> Michael Bublé singing the hook. I'm a blood, I'm a blood. Well, we've come up on 10 years. Whether you love it or hate it. Hold on, sorry. Michael Bublé is only 43 for some reason. Yeah, I, I thought he was old as fuck too. I thought he was like 60. I'm with you on that one. Who like, is a 32-year-old that decides he's going to nail the, the Christmas market? I gave him props. It's pretty, it's pretty dope. It's like, yo, yeah. he didn't, you know, he didn't, he is somebody who's made a very calculated decision about what he's going to do. It's not like he fucking loved Christmas music his whole life. Just like Paul McCartney's put out like five Christmas albums. Like, yeah, but Paul McCartney thinks he's still cool. <laughs> Michael Bublé Dude, you're not does giving not him enough think props on, cool. on Egypt Station. That was one of the best albums of the year. Cool. Where's Definitely the, one of the best rock albums of the year. Um, let's talk 808s, man. 10 years, 10 year anniversary of one of whether you love it or hate it. How could you be so heartless? It's one of the most formative music, I'm, pieces of music to come out. How old is Stella now? Two. Okay, so your dad jokes are starting to come in. I love it. They're so starting to flesh famously- in. Famously, so this came out in 2008 uh, on the heels of, of three great albums from Kanye West, uh, Graduation, 
Late registration. Late registration and college dropout. College dropout, personally, is that's up there. Stronger is my favorite single of all time from him. Uh, his his mother dies. Uh, at this time, the landscape of hip-hop looks a lot different. It's starting to wane out. Uh, I say wane out. That's uh, no, no pun intended because the same mm-hmm. year the Carter 4 came out? Which Carter, which Carter came out this year? Five, Carter 5 this year. Carter 5. No, no, no. That, in two, Carter year. 3 came out that year. So it was, was also one. the beginning of auto. It was the biggest record of that year. It was also the beginning of Auto-Tune. Obviously, Kanye comes out and puts his own spin on it. Kind of the first hip-hop artist to do anything remotely close to this. There's almost no rapping on this entire album. A uh, bunch of hits on this on this album. Uh, it was a springboard for a lot of what we hear in hip-hop now. Everything from what you hear in R&B, and as well as the sound of hip-hop, even down to the lyrics. I think this record... Uh-oh. No, I love this record. Um, I know you do. This record was interesting because I think this is when Kanye went from being an artist to being whatever that level is above mm-hmm. an artist. Like people will actually really think you're an artist. You know, he, he came from being a rapper and a producer yep. to being an artist on this record. That was that was number one. Two, I think this record was the first record when we actually started to see that he's not got all the screws together. Like he's this is a when little things bit, started going haywire with him. Absolutely. Well, obviously he was right. You've said this many times. Like 808s uh, was it was right after his, his mother's death. Yeah, and he born from a lot of pain. He hear just, it and you saw it. He just uh, not only that, but he just think, broken up with his with his longtime. This is when he did at the, the time. He did the um, Taylor Swift thing at this time. His in mom, this time period. Yeah, his yeah. mom was really. If you look back, she at was it, his was, momager too. She was a lot yeah. of people forget. Yeah. she was the only one that I think. Well, he feels could res- keep him grounded. Well, he also felt responsible. Yep. Uh, I think, yeah. but more importantly, what a lot of people forget about this album is the transition from Kanye, the rapper, in the same way he is as an artist. But if you look at physically, this is where he goes from backpacks and fitted jeans to suits and weird haircuts and dope sunglasses and wearing gloves. And like really as a fashion icon, he yeah. starts stepping up in this area too. Uh, whereas, whereas prior, while he was interesting, this was like, this was the huge step into... This is one of the best examples in culture of um, somebody not playing it safe and absolutely smashing yes. it out of the park. Yes, and on top of that, this is it. When you really listen to this album, this is a very risky so album. Could like, you imagine being like his label or his people around him and you get and you hear demos of this and you've just come off late registration? You just came off Stronger, which is like which, one of the biggest bangers of all time. Like... Even though it's a and cover. this record is totally like to now it just feels like a Kanye record, but then it would have been I can guarantee a lot of people probably didn't want this fucking thing to come out. I remember when Love Lockdown came out, and I was I didn't I remember like thinking like I don't really understand what he's doing. And it was also uh, this was also one of the launches of uh, Virgil, and uh, a lot of but a lot of other artists got launched off this Virgil. Um, Ablo and Willow Perrin did the artwork and then you have directors like Nabil all did their like first things on this so not only was this a, a record that he also um, launched he al- culture it launched a lot of other people's careers he, he also didn't sample on this record which is he interesting didn't. yeah I think I knew that which was like kind of his calling card up into this point not in the same there might be some beats well, and he stuff, also but there's no like I mean the guy which is sung. just mental to think about uh, and it's also an album I always compare the two but when you listen to which I don't think this is his. Uh, I don't think this is his best album. I think it's his most important album. Oh, uh, God, dude, it's it's but, my least favorite thing he's ever done. I can't. I what? can't get into it. I oh, actually that's so wild because you what guys. What is wrong with you? Because you guys, I gave it another chance because you guys mentioned in our little text thread today about the ten year anniversary, and I went so back. You, and, you were the one that mentioned it first. It was definitely not me. It was me. Oh, it was you? <laughs> Never mind. Because <laughs> I don't care about it. So I went back and I listened to the whole thing and. There's a couple good songs in there. To me, it's, it's. I think you're right. There's a couple good singles on there, but as an entire, in the same Robocop? way that I felt. Listen to Robocop. Robocop's the best song on the album. Oh, I, that's my, my favorite God, song. Oh, my God. That's the biggest piece of shit Robocop. song of all time, Robocop dude. Robocop is my favorite song on that dude. album. Real talk. I love that song. The beat is awesome. And then it just goes into this like, fucking bullshit. I love it. Segment. I, 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 real talk. I was going to throw that out. That's my favorite song on that album. Dude, I'm sorry. I, I, I like. Here's another the thing, too. first. Jeezy's the only cool thing about that was fucking dope. That and Welcome to the Heartbreak are the two good, in my I opinion. Think I had really such a, to the album. I don't know. I had such a problem with this album when it came out, and I still do, is because I fucking hate Auto Tune. 
I hated it. Well, it you was have like a Akon's calling card. You have a problem for I two reasons. I hated everything about it. I'll tell you why you hate the album even more now is because that album, along with the Carter Five, kicked off everything we're hearing Carter now three. in hip hop. Carter Three, sorry. Everything we're hearing right now in hip hop, all the SoundCloud rap, all of that shit comes from those two albums. And whether, whether people want to admit it or not, it's highly influenced by what they were doing on this album. Uh, whether you just take the mood or you want to take the process or you want to take the entire package. So I think in, <laughs> in that sense, uh, in that sense, it's, it's why it's such an interesting album. Um, but you can't deny it's in the same way, you can't deny it's, in, it's, it's importance on the, on, I, I on the landscape of music. Dude, yeah, I it was an influence stuff, like, but it's I don't not. Like, he, also, like, he also like, it's not. he also had like Mr. Hudson do a feature, which for like hip hop, was a fucking uh, I'll tell big you who, move. Who used the fuck out of Mr. Hudson afterwards with Jay Z. Yeah, I know. Jesus Christ! Uh, but then he followed it up with his to, to to make this album and to just to break them all the way it is, and then to how good Twisted Fantasy is. It's just there's never. I, I don't know if there's ever going to be a oh, five album. Lights? Run, oh. Yeah, I don't know if there's ever going to be another five album run like this. I don't know that we're ever going to hear somebody uh, transform so publicly. Whether it's for the worst or for the best, in the same way that 808s. See, if you, but I'm weird because I love Yeezus and a lot of people didn't like Yeezus. Yeezus is, and Yeezus is, in my opinion, that's the parallel to this album where like you really have to listen to the entire album. And I love you, it too. If you um, did knew nothing about Kanye and you were, and we were giving you an introduction, and this was the first record that you heard, I probably wouldn't think, listen to the second one. <laughs> but I, wouldn't you say though, from a single standpoint, this is one of his weakest albums? Yeah, but this one say felt, it's his third weakest album from a single standpoint. Yeah. Um, I, I would agree with that, but I think... Or I'm sorry, it would be right above Pablo. You'd go... Sonic. i say sonically, it felt like a fucking record. Sonically, it's amazing. I just mean from a single standpoint, it doesn't I mean, have... I mean, Heartless as a single. Heartless was Love huge. Lockdown as a single. Fucking... No, they were big songs. Flashing Lights is on that. No, no, that's on the next no, one, no. huh? And then... Amazing. And then, though, it did feel like Runaway belonged on that album, even though yeah, it came out an album I always think Runaway, Runaway always felt like an 808 song. Um it was amazing, Heartless and Love Lockdown. Those are the three. Love Lockdown was ones. the lead single. And I remember hearing it just thinking like, this is not sound like Kanye West to me. Um, I, liked, I like Amazing. Only because I think Jeezy's one of the most underrated voices in hip hop. Yeah. I have a new theory about Kanye. I don't think we're going to hear another album for years. I think he's, and, and good for him. Is Yandi his good. Chinese democracy? I don't think Yandi, yeah. I yeah. think he might be right. I think that's the good. Part. I don't think we're ever going to hear Yandi in, in definitely in his current iteration or the iteration that is intended to be released last week, on last Friday. Uh, but I don't think I think, uh, and I hope Kanye's he's stepping out of the limelight for a little while. And I hope so. Hope he'll. I, I also he's he's just we talk about this at length, and this is always going to be a fascination point for us. But Kanye can't take these eight oh eight risk anymore. No, he does not have those luxuries. He's tried to outdo it, and he's never hit the mark. And so, in, the, in that case, it's almost not worth it to watch him fail. He's put out enough good music, but that's not. We're still going to hear other music from him. You're like Dad Yay, like the Elmo cover song. Oh man, dad jokes galore. It's not a dad joke. He called Kim he called, called him dad. He yeah, called himself called him Dad Yay. That's <laughs> not me. <laughs> um, I think right now, I was thinking about this after listening to this album. And I listened to what, all the new music Friday, and there was a couple of decent songs in there. I'm fully come around to Seb's theory about where we're at right now in music. I think we are in a music musical recession. We're just in this place right now where we're. I would say the opposite. There's just there's just like there's nothing. We're we're at the mind blowing. Can, nobody can hit the mark. So there's everyone has given up on the mark. There's some really really yeah. good music that's come out this mm -hmm. year, but there's nothing that I feel like we're gonna look back in ten years and go, oh my god, do oh, you yes, remember this your, song? Your guys are absolutely crazy. There's just so much more. There's just so much more content out there that you forget. But there's there's fucking okay. What record do you there. think this year you'll listen to in ten years other than Dakota? Dakota? Which, what album is that? Is that the other? Is that the, is that the Wyoming like, companion that Kanye did? Dakota Fanning? <laughs> Daytona? Oh, Daytona. Same I'll shit. Li I'll listen to Iridescence. I'll listen to. Uh, In 10 years? I don't know if you I will. Think so. I, I don't think, it's think really you will. Because let's talk about this. I could have said, I can guarantee I, I would have called that 10 years ago when 808s came out, I would have said, I will listen to this in 10 years. I have not got that feeling from any records this year. Well, because records don't sound like this. Do anymore. you like it? You still like 808s as much, though, right? Is that what you're saying? Not as much as I. Where do you uh, rank it? Where do you rank 808s on his on, on the Kanye discology discography? Four. Where do you put it, Jaso? 
than top four. You can't put it last because Ye is last for sure. Yeah, I'm not last. putting it last, but it's somewhere near the bottom for me. It's, it's, uh, it's the most, it's the least interesting. I remember when it came out, I hated it and I still don't like it now. I just, I, I've never liked Auto Tune though. That's why we have Jason Wan here because he has bad taste. <laughs> I have bad <laughs> taste. Okay. Remind me again about uh, Matchbox 20. I've I've never said anything Sorry, about Matchbox. Never. Third Eye Blind. Third Eye Blind. Yep, Third Eye Blind and Jim Blossoms. I stand by it. Jim Blossoms. That's even worse. Um, in, other, in fucking news, uh, the dearly departed Hugh Hefner allegedly had a whole library of sex tapes. Of course he did. Like not only me, sex tapes, but like but like nanny cam creepy ones. Probably. I, no. I don't know. I don't know. If how you're we, fucking Hugh Hefner no. and he pulls out a camera, you're gonna be like, "This is cool. Let me take some pictures of my vag." Well, he also <laughs> did some gay. Sh- he was also into the, the. He was part of the swinging seventies for sure. Take some pictures uh, of my dog. Allegedly, also had. Uh, he also had some some uh, like, cool like love ass. letters from famous movie stars, both male and female. All this stuff he uh, about a year before he died, sealed it in a casket shaped cement box and threw it in the ocean. No. Yeah. It's somewhere at the bottom so of the ocean. Thick. All of his sex tapes, all of this shit is all somewhere at the bottom of the ocean in a casket. In a Fuck casket. The guy did it. The guy this, just is did a, it right. this is an adventure movie. The guy did it right. Right? That's pretty cool. Why would you put it in that? Because it's going to preserve it. So when someone finds it. I think that's the point. Yeah, right. Oh my God. Like Rose. You could just burn it. When Rose throws the, the blue emerald into the water, we're going to oh, find yeah. it. Oh, yeah, I don't know, dude. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. Obscure Titanic reference. Sorry. All right, let's do, let's, do, let's do W's and L's since Seb refused us for talking about one thing. <laughs> uh, I got a W, Stormzy. Our boy Stormzy finally comes back uh, into the in the limelight. He just announced a partnership with Adidas Originals. If you guys don't know who Stormzy is, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> you <laughs> don't listen to the show enough. <laughs> look, look up his Spotify page. He's fucking amazing. Probably one of the most underrated rappers out there right now. Um, definitely in the grime scene. Also, first... Headlining Glastonbury next year. Is he? Fucking Without hell. new music. Wow. That's amazing. I love Stormzy. Uh, I've got a few W's and L's and I'll go first today on top of that. Um, I'm giving a W to Netflix keeps just exceeding my expectations every week. Uh, you guys are all familiar with the show Narcos. There was three seasons of it that was that chronicled the drug epidemic in Colombia. They released Narcos Mexico with a brand new cast. It's fucking amazing. Oh, you like it? It's fucking amazing. It's by far. You the were just best. telling me it's terrible. No, no was not, that not me. That was that was Dick Trickle. Dick Trickle doesn't like it. He's it. and he's already uh, changed his stance on it. It's amazing. Uh, right. Diego Luna just crushes it. I was gonna say, how could it Diego be Diego Luna just crushes it? Michael Pena's okay. He plays character, kind of sucks, but um, it's it's fucking amazing. Netflix just they're they're turning it on. I'm they're not gonna lie. Yeah, you, you haven't watched this, but I actually I got hooked on Hill House. I actually like that. I'm gonna one watch too. it eventually. I'm gonna get to it eventually. Uh, and I just have one L for the week. Creed 2 is really bad. What is? Creed 2. You saw it? Oh, yeah. I saw it. In is a, it out? Oh, yeah. It came out last week. Oh, no. Creed 2 came out. <laughs> oh, uh, no. <laughs> it's as bad as I expected the first one to be, whereas the first one's really good. It's a prime example of what a good director can do. Obviously, with Ryan Coogler directing the first one, somebody else, somebody yeah, directed why did this they, one. Why did, why did uh, they not Allegedly, keep them on? they wanted to push it into this date, and Coogler was still finishing up Black Panther. And so he couldn't direct this. Uh, that uh, for a moment, uh, Stallone was supposed to direct it, and then I don't. Some random dude Ugh. directed it. It's not very good. Some it's, random dude. Jesse. It is. I I waited to see who it was, and it was somebody I'd never heard of. Uh, but yeah, I didn't like it at all. I saw a lot of movies this weekend. I saw a lot of movies. Good for you. Widows, best movie of the year. Yeah, my friend Chuck's in it. Who does he play? I don't know. We're trying to get him on the show. Chuck English. Chuck's in the movie. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's great. His first acting role. My boy Baby Goose, Ryan Gosling, I got to give him the L for First Man. I just was very underwhelmed with the movie. Well, of course. I didn't even need to see that to know it was going to be shit. No, it's, it's not a shit movie. It's just not a great movie. Uh, those are my W's and L's. Um, I got on W. Um, Dwight Howard? No, the, um, the Coldplay documentary. I finally got around to watching it on, uh, on Amazon. <coughs> and uh, obviously you know that I'm somewhat biased in it but um humble brag no not at all but i just thought that because to be really honest i'd never thought that they it would be interesting enough as a documentary to be really f- honest and um and it was really really well done for any of you that don't know 
there was a guy called Matt that's been following them with a camera since 96 and he got some oh, that's incredible cool. moments. I'm always down for shit like that. Yeah, it's. I, I would say if, you, if you're if you on Prime, you should definitely watch it because it, it kind of, one, it's kind of made them a bit cooler. Is it better than the Oasis documentary? Yeah, much better. Really? Much, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that Oasis documentary's got some crazy shit. I thought we yeah. record the advertising part in the beginning of the show. <laughs> Very hit or miss these days because there's so many of them coming out. That uh, and, and a lot of the time they feel like they're being pushed out for the sake of it. They and do, like they're not that not, interesting. Those that's the right reasons to make a documentary. Somebody's been following them around for 15 years. Like right. that's fucking crazy. And what you see in this is you see how ambitious they are. And like there's just amazing things. Like um there's this part of it where uh just after I think one of their first singles is released, someone's Chris is in a field with a camera and he turns to me, he goes, we're going to be fucking headlining Glastonbury in four years. And literally four years and two days later, they're headlining Glastonbury. It's like there's moments in it that are worth just watching it for those moments to go, wow, that's pretty cool. I'm going to I'm gonna say, though, you're definitely being biased. Uh, of course. Because the, the Oasis documentary is nuts. Um, but I, I want to see it now because what you told me. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's not interesting. good to watch, man. I'm not going to watch anything that has, that has footage like that. The, yeah, the right it, reasons to make a documentary. Whereas, like, I felt like the Foo Fighters one is like the bad case to make yeah. one. Yeah, that's exactly like, what why it's are you, not. Why are you pushing that out? Like, it, that's it. Like, the Foo Fighters would be just good. So you can talk about the drummer's like drug addiction. Like, I don't know. You know where they try to? It's like synthetic drama. Yeah, it's there's none of that. Good. I only have a couple here, and I'm giving the biggest W for me of the week goes to. The team with the best record in the Western Conference, and that is the Los Angeles Clippers. Los Angeles Clippers. They are thirteen and six, six and nine. Fucking sick, bro. <laughs> Tom Brady, he's killing it with no superstars. Good job, Doc. And that's obviously. But uh, we want you to start losing the, fairly soon. We, yeah. We're having a good time now. But it's great. But, but after Christmas, let's have the cutoff date. It's, it's, it's the quarter quarter season mark. It's almost yeah. time to start losing. Yeah. I'm giving Meek Mill a W because ah yeah, I think Meek had a very Large hill to climb after all the stuff with Nikki. Obviously, all the stuff that happened with, with the worst I've seen anyone get bodied in a in a diss track in, in a very very long time. And he's taken a completely different route, and it's uh, it's pretty cool to see. And I, I think I just like really the more I listen to his stuff, I really like it. And I guess I can I give a W. I forgot an L too. So go ahead. Go ahead. You can. Give out your W. I would like to give Travis Scott a W for finally overtaking Scorpion. Oh, he did overtake a Scorpion quite a bit. He just dipped below it and came back. So, goes your you, W. All right, I don't want to give him a W. Then <laughs> fuck him. You can actually give him a W because I, I said this last week. I think he's on pace to be the next Kanye West. I think he's kind of being. Positioned. I would say that's. I would say that's accurate. He's taking over a lot of things that he's kind of baby Kanye right now. Doing all the doing all the things. That Kanye would have done 15 years ago, um, 10 years ago. I, I have kind of an L. It's a it's a double sided L. But um, Showtime for just not knowing how to how to market good good product. Uh, they they launched that show Escape at Denimora. It's a limited series with Benicio del Toro and Paul Dano, directed by Ben Stiller. It's based on a true story about a the prison break in upstate New York uh, a few years ago. It's oh. fucking phenomenal. Oh wow! And Showtime just let that just go you completely under the radar. And every trailer I've seen looks terrible for the movie. Or for for the for the show, and I fucking watched the first two episodes last night and was blown away by how good it was. How, how do you? I saw the billboards for that, and I was like, "How do you have the guy with the least star power as the face of the billboard when you have Who, all Paul that?" Paul was the face. Of the yeah, dirt? when yeah, like, compared that's a big, that's to a big deal, you have Benicio del Toro in on a TV show, or uh, like that's that's yeah, a big deal. Yeah, like I was like, he's a what? fucking movie star. I would put Ben Stiller's face on that as the director and executive producer. You're right, but what a lot of people forget is how good uh, of a director Ben Stiller is. His track record's yeah. really fucking impressive. Uh, but it's fucking awesome. The first two episodes are amazing. Oh man, I'm gonna great watch soundtrack. That uh, Patricia Arquette's probably gonna win an Emmy for it. Patricia Arquette, yeah, you don't even recognize one. her in it. It's crazy. But uh, yeah, Showtime, you just got you just do not know how to market your product. If that shit was on HBO, that would be front and center right yeah, now. Yeah, dude. I wish Ray Donovan went to fucking Showtime. Bunchy over here. <laughs> I haven't seen it. It's interesting though. HBO is really the only one that is kind of out of all those, all those like late night, I guess, pay per view type, not pay per view, but all those networks, Showtime, Cinemax, HBO. Yeah. HBO is the only one that really kind of adapted to 
the way everything's rolling right now. Well, like HBO Go, I think, is way more FX, in demand than FX Indiana and AMC, who, who yeah, they, were, they were part of basic cable, have followed suit very well. But you're right, Showtime, Cinemax, which is actually owned by HBO, Stars, who is ran by Chris Stars Albright, who used to run, who ran, who's the one that famously brought The Sopranos and turned HBO into what it was. Uh, Stars has slowly gotten better too, but you're right. They just, nobody seems to, nobody still seems to get it. And, I, and fuck HBO still. It's like, there's no shows on your fucking channel for two months. Like, give me a break. That's such a major misstep, it feels like. <sighs> we gotta wait two months for fucking True Detective. Two months, and then and Game then of Thrones. Game of Thrones right after that. Oh, is it? It's gonna be quarter one? <laughs> HBO. Yeah, 2019 is gonna be a big year for HBO. Wow. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it up, boys. Beyond Black. Just because it's called higher education doesn't mean high tuition costs have to be the norm. At Strayer University, we have the radical opinion that education should be affordable. With our graduation fund, you can earn up to 25% off your bachelor's degree tuition, making it all the more possible to succeed in today's world. Welcome to the future of education. Strayer University, out with the old school. Strayer University is certified to operate by CHEV.